Hello, and welcome to the Bubbly and Baseball podcast, hosted, as always, by Ed Hand and Bailey Von Schneider. If you love drinking sparkling adult beverages, and you also happen to love baseball, then we would love for you to join us every Sunday. So, without further ado, here are Bailey and Ed. So now we're going into our top you know, our top one. So we had, the we just, cream of the crop. We had, if you will. So we had just finished up with Carlos Rodon. Yeah. So that actually is third. Like he was 14. So we're, he up was to 14. 13. So we're in our, we're now up to 13. So bear with us these two episodes, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're still working out the kinks. Yeah. Most notably how quickly we lose sobriety. Um, yeah. But number 13, uh, we've got the first of a quite a, a few shortstops here. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's yep. a little low on this list. I don't know. Um, I think he played some second base. I still consider him a shortstop, and that yeah. is Javier Baez. Yes, I consider him a shortstop. I think he wants to be paid like a shortstop. I think he's going to get paid like a shortstop. Um, and it made sense for him to be like, of course I will – play second base because he went to the Mets. He got to play with his, his uh, fellow countrymen, uh, you know, so he, he and thinking that the Mets were going to contend. So he was excited about just playing second base briefly, but I think he wants to play. He's called El Magro for a reason. Like he is a great defensive shortstop. Did he win a gold glove like fairly recently? Yeah, he is going to continue to be a shortstop. I do not doubt it. Um, so I, that's, that's the reason why I think, I don't think that he's necessarily going to stay with the Mets. Hey, remember when he got in trouble because he had, he was booing all the Mets fans? That was they booed him? so dumb. I what was like, are you that? Time. This guy could never survive in New York or Boston. So we know that he's not coming to Boston and he's but not going to New York. He hit like pretty well though. He hit 265, 31 home runs. He's a good hitter. bases. 494 slugging percentage. You, you know, like, there's nothing not to like about this guy other than his 184 strikeouts he had last year. But, yeah. you know, like, everybody strikes out now. It's the cool also, thing to do in baseball. Oh, video, and that gold glove, I was right. He won a gold yeah. glove in 2020, so it's not like that was an old gold Yeah, glove. no, he is a defensive shortstop wizard. But uh, my favorite thing ever of his was when he swung at a pitch that, like, hadn't even reached close to home plate. It was, like, midway between, like, the pitcher's mound and home plate, and he swung. That's like some Vladimir Guerrero shit, except Guerrero would have actually hit it. This hit is it, Vladdy, right? Yeah. Vladdy Jr. Yeah. Guerrero had the awareness of the zone that he was just going to, yeah, no, bad ball pitching, Vlad Vlad Sr. just mashing him. Oh, God, I love Vlad Sr., but... This right. is this is about Javier Baez, not not yeah. Vlad Senior, who yeah. I could literally just jerk off watching highlights of. Um, uh, what were we talking uh, about again? Uh, yeah, so uh, great. He had a he had a solid campaign in 2021. Um, do you? Um, I think I think you think the same thing. I I see him going back to the Cubs, man. It makes too much sense for him too. He's still on the right side of thirty. He's yeah. leadership. They love him there. The Cubs can afford to pay him and pay him for a while at the beginning of the rebuild, a la Freddie Freeman at the beginning yeah. of the Braves rebuild. Yep. It just it makes too much sense for him to go back there. And mm-hmm. the man, the the Cubs also get Pete Crow Armstrong out of it. So you know they're pretty lucking they're out, pretty baby. happy. Yeah, like this is to me like when the Yankees traded to the Cubs. 
And then, uh, you know, he went off, Chapman went off and won oh, a World yeah, Series. Oh, yeah, Torres. Yeah, even though Glaber, like, yeah. whatever. But, like, they ended up signing him back, so I feel like that could be kind of that type thing. So, I yeah. think consensus. Oh, no, we're in agreement on that. Bias is going back to the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. And then that leads to uh, arguably one of the the best pitchers on on the market. At the, he granted he is getting a little older. What a fascinating player this is going to be too for this offseason. I think that there's is. two places: Clayton Kershaw, and I think there's only two places he's going to end up. Okay. Potentially, okay. Um, uh, I don't. I cannot. You know, like you know the the way you said you couldn't see Jansen in another uniform. I cannot yeah, yeah. see Clayton Kershaw not a Los Angeles Dodger, but the only place that I see him going, it potentially otherwise, is going home and going to Texas and being a Texas do you Ranger. Think, do you think the Rangers or do you think the Astros? I think the Rangers because I think he's more of a – I think he's more Dallas area. Yeah, it makes – it's funny to me that he was famously like uh, high school teammates with uh, Matthew Stafford. Now Stafford's with the L.A. Rams. Yes. They're both in L.A., but he might LA. be moving at this point. I, all, what did you think of them not offering him the qualifying offer? That was weird as hell. I would straight up sign Clayton Kershaw right now. Boston Red Sox, do it, man. You don't have that to give up shit. Give up, you don't have to give up shit for him. I think, were they afraid that he was going to take 18.4? Like, you've been paying him, like, $30 million. Yeah, Is 18.4 like detrimental to your well, team? Also, since when did the Dodgers care about giving people money? Never, like, since, like, Friedman got there and he had, like, carte blanche to spend. Yeah, so, very like, weird. Oh. So, if I'm Texas, I'm just going to be like, here's all this money, Clayton, and come here. Potentially, we're going to have, um, you know, like, because there's even a potential that, like, the end of 2022 that they're going to have, um, what's his face? I don't know why I'm blanking. This is what happens when you drink too much alcohol. The one they just got, everybody want a lighter. So there's a potential that Lighter could freaking be up in 2022, and you have like Lighter and as a combination there. I don't think they really have any pitching other than that, do they, Texas? They really don't. That's that's the problem. So close. Like but their, so that's their like location the, is is hot garbage. If I remember. Does Kershaw want to leave arguably the best team in Major League Baseball to go to just to go home? Like they've kind of made home. He has his wife and three kids. Like, do they need to go back to Texas that badly? You've already. Does he want them. to leave though, or do the Dodgers want him? to leave, you know? Because they okay. know he has a balky back. He's had that balky back for years. Yeah. But he also had elbow issues this year that caused him to miss the postseason. So they said no Tommy John, but anytime Tommy John starts coming up, even if they're saying no Tommy it's John, it's going to end up being Tommy Holy shit, it's Tommy John. Absolutely. Like, I remember when they were like, Sale's not going to get Tommy John. I Guess mean, what? Oh my God. Don't even get me started about Sale. I could have told you he was going to need that yeah. before they gave him the extension. Yeah. So you get it, you do it, you better after it. That's cool. Um, so that's a big thing. Like uh, that could be the Dodgers are like, you know what? Thank you, Clayton. Thank you for the Cy Youngs. Thank you for the MVP. Thank you for 2020. Enjoy home. <laughs> I think he's going back to LA. I but just... then it's weird. I don't. I, I'm with you. I just don't see him not in LA. It just, it just, it just feels too weird. It's like Sandy Koufax not pitching in LA. You know, yeah. it's like. Uh, Jeter outside of New York, or but it's also a little bit like Tom Brady not being on the Patriots, or 100%. Albert Pujols leaving the Cardinals. You know, it does yeah. happen. It does. It it does happen. Absolutely. Like we could, the Red Sox could be dealing with Xander Bogarts not being a Red Sox past twenty twenty two. Like these things happen. See that. 
It'd but here's a, so our next one, though, is Speaking a longtime player for one team who is definitely going somewhere else. Oh, hell yes. Why they didn't trade him this this deadline? You are dumb, Colorado. Sorry. What kind of mismanagement happens when you're tanking and you know you're tanking? My dog just got a hold of a sock and is just running around with it right now. And that's, oh, no, no, no. She's just running in circles now. <laughs> Oh wow, she is. She is real. Oh, she knocked the sock underneath one of the chairs. Oh, she's so oh, fast. <laughs> she is so fast and so hyper. Anyway, <laughs> it's Trevor Story is the next guy. On it the is list. Trevor Story. Uh, Trevor Story. Now there, he might be higher in a different year, but this is such a good class of shortstops. I actually wasn't sure whether or not to put him ahead of Baez, but I think he's better. I think that he's just a little bit better than Baez. A little bit, but I a little do. bit more even, even the Coors effect, I don't know. Like, there is the Coors effect, but I really like Trevor's story. And I don't think he's all the Coors effect. I think that, like, I have him potentially, you know, like, you know, so it's weird when I was like, oh, this person could come to the Red Sox, but then I just, I think if there's like a, there's a want for the defense to be shored up, and he's a really good defensive shortstop that if you put Xander, who's willing to switch to second base, your entire defense has just gotten better. Oh, and he's at, a, he's, you, want, you want him to go to the Red Sox. Then. I do want him to go to the Red Sox. I do. I think that the monster would just be really good for his swing. I think Fenway's good for him. I think it really helps with your, your defense. I think just throwing Trevor Story into your lineup like I don't know, man. I would. I'd love it. I'd love it. Like the, in a perfect world, like Carlos Correa is coming to the Red Sox, but it's not happening. I. It's not happening. Well, um. So I don't know. I just want the defense to get better too. Defense is getting better, and your offense is getting better. And Story doesn't need to be your best player. Like he doesn't. Like so that's that's really how I look at it. He just can be like a solid. Solid shortstop for 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 the Red Sox. You know. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't think in. in it's truthfully, as I'm talking, anything can happen, but I don't think that the, I think Xander Bogarts is the starting shortstop for the 2022 Boston Red Sox. I don't think anything is changing when yeah, it comes I, to that. I happen to agree with you on that. But I, I love it. I just, I would love it. That's really what it is. You want to hear where I think Story's going? I think it's Houston. I think he is going to be Corey's replacement. Oh, he could be. He could be. It's going to be one of the things I think Bregman can do it too, and then they bring in a third baseman. Because Bregman I was a short, Story. right? Bregman was drafted as. As a shortstop, right? Out of LSU, I think? Yep, he was. He yep. was the number two pick in the country. Yeah, he was, and he was pissed he didn't go one. But then again, I'm pretty sure Dansby went one, and he's better than Dansby, so I kind yeah. of play. <laughs> I I have a soft spot for Alan, Alex Bregman, uh, as much as I great. dislike the Astros. He was definitely hurt. This That's why he couldn't hit the broad side of the barn. Yeah. He's just quiet. He's just been so he's so quiet in his effectiveness. Oh, hi, Pen Pen. You are, <gasps> hi. You are kissing oh, my face. She wants kisses. Yeah, that she does. That she does. But you're right. I mean, that would make sense because they do need a replacement. 100%. Yeah, he's a good player. Like, Story is better than I thought he was. I think that he's always... I I feel like his splits really aren't bad. Like, I think he's a solid player. He's one of these guys that just makes the most out of his talent, I guess. And I still think it's going to be the Astros. What do you think of him going to the Phillies, potentially? Ooh, that could work, too. I think D. I think Dombrowski's gonna spend because like that's what he does. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like, cause their their farm system's not strong enough for him to be doing the trades like he was when he like came here. So right, that can make great DD to the Yankees. Give them their shortstop if things backfire <laughs> with Seager and Correa and those guys. <laughs> oh God. 
Yeah, but no, that that makes a ton of sense too. Like I say, in a, in a world like if you're like, oh, you want to sure up shortstop, and you're clearly not going to overpay for Correa, like story makes a lot of sense because it's probably going to be like three to four years because he is he is a little older. So that like saves the perfect time for bringing in Marcelo Meyer. Like it's perfect. Like you know, so if you look at it that, and then like one story moves on, and like hopefully helps you win a couple championships, like you've got Marcelo Meyer just boom right there, and he's. You know, he has, like, a glove like Crawford and hits like Seager. That's sort of the comps for Marcella Meyer. And you have that under, after you just got, like, three to four good seasons out of story. That's what I'd like, you know? I mean, that's, but that, so many things have to fall into place for that. Like, even with Meyer, like, he, he has to, he still has to, he's only, we've really only seen him play in the complex league. You know what I mean? Like, that's not. Of course, like, everybody has to, everybody. Yeah, I think the only reason that, like, you know, Red Sox fans get excited about um, someone, uh, you know, like a Nick York is that, like, every time he's progressed, he's almost gotten better. And he oh, could end I mean, up... York is different, though. York is... <laughs> it's wild. If I had to make a bet right now on who's going to have the better career, Nick York or Marcelo Meyer, I would bet on York. Yeah, York is not literally... a popular... Yeah, no, York looks like he's Dustin Pedroia with more York... power. York's so here this is when I think about York, I just remember the first spring training game this season, they had him bat against AJ Minter. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. Minter might not be the greatest relief pitcher of all time, but he's not a bad one either. Mm-hmm. And York took him right up the middle for a base hit. He never batted a single never played a single game in minor league baseball. And it was like eighteen. Yeah. So <laughs> the high that school kid. Something about that's uh, yeah. It's spring training, obviously. But that tells you something about intangibles. That intangible is he doesn't give a shit who he's batting against. Yeah, I'm very excited. Outside of Casas, he might be the one that I'm, like, most excited about. He could be better than Casas. I think Casas is very good, don't get me wrong, but York plays second base. And he came Mm -hmm. up with shortstop. He only moved to second base because he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, I think defense is the only wary about him. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the that's the thing. It's it's players have gotten better defensively, though. You know, yeah. they have learned defense, and he's nineteen, York. So, but that's, of, he's nineteen, it potentially could be in AAA. Like, holy shit, is yeah. all I have to say. Yeah, I holy think he's shit. gonna. He might get a Cassis like call up at AAA next year. I think that he's probably gonna end the season at Double A. If I were to take, if I were a betting man, and. You know, this is just also, like, talking through it with, like, Sox prospects people and kind of mm-hmm. getting their game on it. They know the scouting system a lot better than I do. Um, yeah. But if he's 21 or 22 years old in the majors with York, which is very possible. That's insane. That's that's a Hall of Fame track. That's in, that's just insane to think about that. Like you say, I mean, of course, you're going to start him at, you know, you're going to start him in Portland. But if he gets any taste of AAA. I think season, he's probably going to start in Greenville, actually. I think he plays the oh, first you don't think in Greenville. He's... Oh, you think does, he's yeah, I think that they're gonna. Um, I mean, some of it depends on. This is getting into like definitely more of like the, like the the more like inside stuff with them. But they there is so you're gonna have to move up Christian Costs uh, to to AAA yes. to Double A. I mean, who was an Arizona Fall League player. You still got Cameron Cannon at Double A, and I don't think they're gonna be quite ready to move him to Triple A yet. AAA, so I think yeah, that yeah. depending on what Cannon does will kind of determine what York does, because Cannon's York the second does. base right now. He was a second-round pick a few years ago, so 
they if he moves to AAA, then we see that we'll see York move up sooner. But he also yeah. only played a month high A. They're gonna want a yeah. little more time. A little more, um, yeah. It's but just, anyway, that's looks um, so good. That's so for, yeah, for for our so, Red Sox minor league fan listeners yeah. all, yeah, we'll review how get excited. Yeah, but that uh, that makes sense. That like, do you sign a Trevor Story because you just have so much talent coming up? Like you don't know, yeah. but yeah. then. So we have story at 11. So now we're getting into the, the nitty gritty. We're getting into our top 10. Yeah. Uh, so next we have Robbie Ray, who probably is going to win the Cy Young. Oh, I, I would think so. I think over, all over. I think that you can make a case for Jared Cole. I don't think you can make a case for Lance Lynn. Hell um, I think like, it's got to be Ray. Evaldi was better than Lynn. That's the best part about it all. Evaldi I mean, not being a five. That's for sure. I, no, I mean, his. Top. if you really look at his numbers, though, Avaldi had a better war. Like, Avaldi not being a finalist is disturbing. Avaldi not even being, like, a finalist for the, like, uh, the all-MLB team was kind of weird, in my opinion. Like, he it's was, fine. Quietly think he's shitty. Go, like, you know, the rest of Major League Baseball, let's go out and give him a like, nice little extension, keep him here. You know, that arm is fresh. He's had his two TJs. Like, he's good. And he was oh, healthy. shit. I just realized something in my I – th- I think that I accidentally forgot to put in a, a player on the list before Ray. Oh, who did we forget? Starling Marte. Oh, so shit, we, have an we extra don't. player on here. We do, you're right. We don't have that Marte. That is my mistake, and I am going to have to go through the process of editing this on my blog later. Yeah, but, uh, right? Yeah, go, also Marte. go follow Ed's blog, everybody. That's listening. Yeah. There Got some good typo. content. Before we go to Ray – Let's just go over Marte real quick. What do you think yeah. of Starling Marte? Um, well, I mean, like, I think the steroids is always going to put a little damper. It's like the same. Is he a like, steroid guy? I think he was a steroid guy. I think he got popped pretty good. So I. It's the same with Cruz. Like, right? I thought that was Luriano. No, Luriano got popped, but I'm pretty sure Marte got popped a couple seasons ago. I'm looking this up. I always yeah. get Marte and Gregory Polanco confused. Think I think Marte got popped. I'm looking this up right now. That's the beauty of of, of the interwebs is that I can look this up. But I because I think you might be right. I have like a vague recollection of this. Yeah, but so like I that, also don't want to say he's a steroid guy unless I'm 100 percent sure he's a steroid yeah. guy. Yeah, he well, tested positive for uh, nandrolone, an anabolic steroid used more than half of a century and thus easy to test for. Okay, so you also he didn't inject himself with. Steroids. Yeah, he got an 80-game suspension. I, I just want to read his 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 um, response to it. Oh, God. I have been informed that I tested positive in one of the tests that are regularly done in my job. In this very difficult moment, I apologize to my family, my fans, and baseball in general. Neglect and lack of knowledge have led me to this mistake with the high price to pay of being away mm-hmm. from the field that I enjoy and love so much. I just, how do you accidentally do steroids? Because that seems to be every, what everybody says when it, they get busted. Oh, it's like when Chavis, his best season at minor league baseball that was off the goddamn chats, was when he was literally popped for steroids. And then yeah. you say, oh, shit. I don't know. I think one of my favorite apologists for steroids is there was this Italian, um, this Italian tennis player, and she came out and said, Oh, I think my mom put something in my pasta. I love the idea <laughs> of steroids in your pasta, though. That just seems like a great place. Yeah, it was like, oh, it must have just been something my mom was making. I'm like, I've made pasta, I've made meatballs, and I'm pretty sure that, like, anabolic steroids don't make their oh, way. Oh, you don't inject your meatballs with anabolic steroids before you eat them? Well, let me tell you, you no. have been making them 
wrong. Yes. So, like, that was my favorite excuse for steroids. But, yeah, I mean, I just kind of want some, like, at least A-Rod kind of came out and was like, yeah. You got me. I, I did him. I did him. Like, because how do you not say you did him? Like, the list is long. I remember when Papabon, like, came out and said, like, something they were, like, asking about people testing positive. And he was like, there is a list, like, a long list that you are given. You know what to take, what not to take. You can read it if you go to GNC. You can work with a nutritionist. Like, you're you're pretty much dumb if you get popped. Yeah. <laughs> so. You remember Bronson Arroyo being like, yeah, I probably did. I mean, then he didn't even test positive for it, but, like, <laughs> before he was like, I probably did. <laughs> I'd be like, Bronson, you're the string beaniest person. What you steroids are you on? like 89 miles an hour at your peak. Yeah, if that's you on steroids, then shit, use them. Please, because yeah, like what were you otherwise? But, but yeah, but Marte. Marte. Um, so like there's... Average 345 on base percentage. He stole 47 bases, 12 home runs. Like, that's... It's a damn good. It's a it's a damn good player. I think I also left him off of my list too. I think there was like there were rumors that like Yankees are interested, and I'm all yeah. I'm all for the Yankees blowing money, blowing all that money, man. I'm for it because you've already got three what three twenty three locked up in coal. Blow all your damn money. I mean, Marte is I think better than they had in Brett Gardner there. I think Marte. Good hitter. He's a good leadoff guy, but he's going to want a lot of money. He's going to want a ton of money. Yankees, of course, have money. I think they need to prove, look at all our money we have. It's like a dick measuring contest. Like, then again, at this point, it's kind of like all of these guys are going to need a lot of money. So I yeah. Marte. You're you're going to lose Judge to a point because you're you're going to pay you're going to pay a Seager. You're already paying a ton of money to Giancarlo Stanton. You're already paying a ton of money to Garrett Cole. Like shit. Well, like, I know where you're going for our Seeger pick, then, would you? When you get oh, to the, well, yeah, I think that one makes the most sense. We'll get there eventually. But, yeah, so that's sort of, I, I say I say Yankees, but then, it, like you say, it comes down to whether or not the Yankees can afford, I mean, they can afford. Oh, I've got something stupider than the Yankees for you with him, and that's the Mets. He just seems oh. like a Mets guy to me. Hey, the yeah, the Mets are stupid at spending. Like, it's a New York thing. We're going to get stupid. Like I said, we I like about- that we're both like, oh, this is a good player. But it's going to be a stupid signing. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. It's a good player, but you're going to overpay. He's a 32-year-old speedster. Like, that's the first, that's your first skill to decline is going to be your speed. Yeah. And I'm totally fine. Overpay for it. Like, especially, like, I don't, I don't necessarily need the Mets to overpay because my cousin is a diehard Mets fan. So, like, I low-key want the Mets to, to be successful for, like, her sake. So, like, you know, don't keep making, the Mets made the, Smartest decision, not getting Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer saying, I want to go home to L.A., I want to win a ring, um, and not going to the Mets. G- the Mets, like, the Mets lucked out. You know, it, it, you know what's fascinating about Trevor Bauer more than anything else? Has anybody managed to destroy his brand so quickly? And work so hard to build a brand? Ugh. No, and I low-key, I want to say before it came out that he's literally a monster of a person. Like, I low-key was, like, into what Trevor Bauer's doing. I liked the idea of growing the game. I liked the idea of promoting, like, promoting yourself. If MLB doesn't want to do it, like, do it. I liked that he was kind of weird, but when it turns out that you're kind of weird turns you into a monster and, like, literally a sex, like, you know, like, literally you are pretty much a rapist, then, like, hell no. 
But I was down for the Trevor Bauer brand, truthfully. Oh, come on. Trevor Bauer is the modern-day Denny McLean. I don't know who that is. Denny McLean was the last guy to win 30 games. Really? Oh, shit. He won a side of the word, and then he got arrested for embezzling money and actually had to go to jail for it. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you're right. Somebody that could that is his own worst enemy. Um, so, yeah, I liked the brand of Trevor Bauer like, b- before all of this shit came out about him. And, of course, he opted into his Dodger contract because he wants 40 goddamn million dollars. so much money. Like, that, that is – so he's, he's going to pitch next year, too. That's the other thing. Assuming he doesn't it. go to jail, he's going to pitch it. next year. Because they have to because I don't think the Dodgers can – they're not going to be happy about it. So, again, the Mets win on that one because they didn't get locked into that shit. Yeah. Well, that's how, like, you know how you predict a rebound for a season, that a player that had a bad season? You look at who's getting the most amount of money so they're guaranteed for playing time. Mm-hmm. $40 million, you can't not play the guy unless he's suspended or in jail. Yeah, no, they have but to. But I hate that about him. I would love for Trevor Bauer to never play baseball in the yep. U.S. again. It would be hilarious if he had to pitch in, like, Taiwan or something like that'd be wild, but yeah, it's like that kid that um, literally sexually assaulted his cousin. Oh he, yeah, oh god, I remember that. that and was... he had a pitch in like the Mexican league because baseball was not going to touch him. So I give so much credit to Major League Baseball on that aspect, being like we are not, not. And then he tried to have to come out and say, "Oh, I had to say that to like save face." I'm like, "No, you diddled your fucking five year old cousin. You're a goddamn uh... monster, and I don't care how good you are at pitching." Uh, it is, yeah, ugh. Yeah, so uh, these people, like, should not have a place in Major League Baseball. But you're right. I fully believe that Trevor Bauer is going to pitch for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And it's not that he's not going to be good. Like, he'll be fine. He's it's not just, worth $40 million. It so much, it, good. The Dodgers fans hate him. Everybody hates him at this Everybody. point. So we can go back to Robbie Ray now. Yeah. Ray, <laughs> Ray great 2021. Oh, Holy boy. Shit. He went from being Ooh. terrible to being quite good. This is, like, the kind of signing that, like, if you look in hindsight, you wish that, like, Haim went after Ray instead of going after, um, you know, who he did this, like, offseason. Instead of going after Richards, you're like, shit, man. Well, look at what the Rays, though. They traded for Ray, and then they signed him really – he was one of the first people to sign in the offseason last year, so they were really high on him. And that loyalty oh, yeah. paid off. I mean, yeah. he led the league in ERA, yep. in strikeouts. So he had a 2.84 ERA, yep. 248 strikeouts, led the league in whip, 1.045, and he led That's the league great. in innings pitch, too. Yeah. He's way, you know? like, if, like, to me, like, I don't know. I'd really have to look exactly at all of the numbers of Cole versus all of the numbers of Ray to really be like, all right, who gets my vote? Because, like, I straight think that uh, Cole should have won the Cy Young over Verlander in, uh, what was it, 2019? Oh, but I love Jason Justin Verlander. Verlander, and they gave it to Ver- yeah, Dog. I mean, they gave it to Verlander, too, because they were like, you know what? We totally fucked up when we didn't give it to you in 20. Remember when Rick Porcello yeah. won a Cy Young Award and Justin oh, Verlander? Oh, man, I low-key, like, I love Pretty Ricky. He is one of my faves. So, like, him winning and it pissing Kate Upton off was, like, good for him. So I, it, it, it's hard to feel bad. I, I always, you always root for the, the underdog, and he was yeah. very much the underdog. I mean, am I 100% understanding that, yes, it it should have been Verlander? Uh, yes. Probably, yes. yeah. But, but, damn, but, um, that was a great season to watch. Going um, back to Ray, though, he had one of the worst 2020s yes. I think you could have there. 6.62 oh. ERA. And his 2019 wasn't exactly good either. No, so like, this is what brings me into like, 
granted, it's so hard to fluke a full season. And, like, do you believe that, like, he he's sort of – he's made it. He's, like, gotten past the hump, and this is who he's going to be for, you know, the next three, four, five years. But a part of me is like, God, when you're that shit and all of a sudden you're good, like, am I going to – do I have to overpay for your shit and you're going to be shit? Like, I don't know. I don't know. You One know? thing that's very interesting about Ray for me, at least, though, is did you know that his strikeout per nine innings pitch ratio is the highest – of yep. all time, yep. right now. Yeah, he's got some 11. like point two. He's got some like Chris Sale MLB like Chris Sale's like walk to strikeout ratio. I think is the best in the history of baseball. Yeah. So it's yeah, the same sort of thing. yeah. So like Ray definitely ha- Ray. It's not that Ray is not good. I just don't know who is going to. Are you going to pay Ray again? I put Ray going to the Yankees only because I want it. I want them to overpay for him. I want him to not be great, and they have to overpay for Colin Ray. Because, like, that's really what I want. I just want the Yankees to implode because they're spending – they're freaking out and spending so much damn money this offseason. See, I'm, uh, I'm of the – and this is probably going to come up more than once here, but I hate the Jays, and I hate the Rays more than I hate the Yankees. Because I have I, no problem with the Jays, really. They're kind of like cocky for having won nothing. Here's but. the reason I hate the Jays. Look at how good they are going to yeah. be for the next few years. I know that's that gross. is a scary team offensively. Really? You have Guerrero, you have Bichette, you have a lot of really good players there. I'm. They also need Ray, and I think that they've shown You're a lot of wrong. loyalty to Ray, and Ray showed a lot of loyalty to them. So I could see him getting a deal similar to the deal they gave him to Ryu. Yeah, and I wouldn't hate him going back to Toronto. I'd, like, rather lose to freaking Toronto than the Yankees. But, again, that's just because it's been ingrained in me, and I like the city of Toronto. <laughs> I, I'm, i like, a terrible Red Sox fan for this, but, like, both my parents are from New York, so, like, there was a little – there was always a little bit of that. I've never rooted for the Yankees, but I find them to be a lot more similar to the Red Sox than any other team. Like they're the same side. They're they're two sides of the same coin. More so. No, I get it. I get. I 100 percent get where you're coming from. I I've hated like I like I used to despise the Rays, and then like I sort of warmed up to them a little more. I in 2008, like a lot of people don't understand that. Like you know, Ed Ed and I are in our like early 30s, but like yeah, but like 2003 for me, I really wasn't into baseball like quite yet. I did luckily get into it in 2004. That's really when it took off for me. But so 2008 was like my biggest pain as a Red Sox fan because you had just won the World Series. This on paper, this 2018 like team looks great. You know, you you get Jason Bay added to it. You look like you're you're primed to like go back to back. I think they would have handily beaten the Phillies and then to lose in a game seven to those fucking little shit. And you had two of the best, you had two MVP candidates on your team. You had Kevin Euclid and Dustin Pedroia on the prime of their careers. Oh you had Dave Ortiz there. It killed me. Like, it killed me. Yeah. You, had, like, you got rid of Manny and you brought in Jason Bay and Jason Bay was good. The Mets overpaid for Jason Bay and he sucked. He was great for the Red Sox. Canadian players of all time though is Jason Bay. Is Jason Bay. I agree. He's underrated. Him. Yeah, so he was so good for the Red Sox. I have, granted, my name is Bailey, so I, B-A-Y, too. So I have a Jason Bay shirt for multitude of reasons. I love Jason Bay, and I wanted just a freaking, like, jersey that said Bay. So I have it. No, that's why I want the Red Sox to side Brad Hand. It's the same thing. Yeah, of course, you want the Hand uh, jersey, absolutely. 
But so, um, 2008 was my pain. So, like, I hated the Rays for, like, a long-ass time because of that. So, I I get it. I get hating other people outside of the Yankees. But, yeah, Robbie Ray going or staying in Toronto, like, it does make sense, too. It would not surprise me at all. If he, he also does seem like a potential Yankee guy, though. So, we'll see with that yeah. one. You know who well, I get Robbie Ray confused with sometimes? Who? Do you remember, it was, like, a similar name, Robbie Ross? Lefty reliever. I get into those yes. mixed up sometimes. Robbie Ross played for the Red Sox too, didn't he? He did. He was a guy they got from Texas. He had kind of like blondish, reddish hair, and it was yeah. like long. Yeah, I do. Oh my god, you're right. I remember that guy. <laughs> but Robbie Ray is a little better pitcher, at least at this point. Just a little. Just a... Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we we did our ten. So, nine, we got a guy that just, he, he opted out. He didn't J.D. Martinez it. He, Nick Castellanos Listen, did. I consider myself a man of faith, as there's a deep drive to left field by Castellanos, and that'll be a home run. That'll oh make God, it 4-0. I, I don't know if I'll ever put on this headset again. What an, what an iconic moment of <laughs> just getting caught calling somebody the F word, and, the, <laughs> and then just... And like, also, there's a they, that entire situation. There were so many questions. Like, what city is he talking about? Like, I was like, yes, on a, on a level, this is completely inappropriate, completely homophobic. But I also have questions. Yeah, at the same time, it's a little funny, you know? Oh, yeah, it's a little because, funny because I still don't know any of these things. You know yeah. what I do know though? Nick Castellanos is somebody you can build around in your lineup. That boy can hit, and I. Yeah. He was an okay hitter when he came up with the Tigers. He boy, oh boy, it, did he man. become something special, though. And I not just even, I mean, again, I have a lot of Reds fan friends. They love mm-hmm. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough because uh, it made so much sense that he was going to, like, literally opt out. I think he is like a J.D. Like, him. obviously, him and J.D. played in Detroit together. Just, man, think about, like, J.D. Martinez, Nick Castellanos, like, like shit. The power of Miguel Cabrera. If he instructs you, 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 you become a good hitter. Yeah, so so of course Cassianos uh, opted out. Um, it's and he got the qualifying, of course, qualifying offer. But shit, man, it's he's a good ass hitter. Like this is somebody if JD had opted out, I was like, just go and get Nick Cassianos. He's like a younger JD. Yeah, <laughs> you know, average three sixty two on base percentage, five seventy six slugging percentage. That's thirty eight yeah. doubles, thirty four homers, and he drove in a hundred runs for not so great team. Uh, whatever hitting coach Alan Zinter, who props to Alan Zinter, I'm mm. a big fan. Um, he, he took Castellanos from a good hitter and made him a great hitter. I, I got, I've got Castellanos going to, I got him go to San Diego, man. I think he wants some sunshine. I think he wants to be in. Granted, the only thing is like he's kind of shitty defensively. So does he want to go to a team that is gonna be like, uh, you know, is DH? Centric, but then again, if you know if next year the the Padres end up getting a DH, boom. Like, God, I want to be like, I want to be like contrarian here, <laughs> but the Padres make too much sense for him. And like, they throw the body at him, he fills mm-hmm. a good role for them. It, it just makes too much sense. Again, everything on paper about the San Diego Padres screams. Damn, damn good friggin' team. And adding Nick, adding Cassianos into that, like shit, like throw money at the problem. But yeah, no, San Diego just makes a lot of sense. It does. It makes too much sense there. 
Yeah, absolutely. So number eight is a weird one for me because I have never, even when he was the number four draft pick, I've just never thought that much of him. I'm and 100% he's, he's with you. doing well the last few years. It's, I just don't know if he's this good, though. <laughs> like, He's done it more than one year now, though. Yeah, I know. And, I know. of course, this is former Baltimore Oriole Kevin Gaussman. He was shitty, like, in Baltimore. It's great. I mean, like, let's not kid ourselves. That's most people in Baltimore lately. It's unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, no. So, Kevin Gaussman, yeah, great 2020, great 2021. Um, I, for me, I think he's staying in San Fran. I don't know. I just can't. I kind of feel like he's he seems like a San Fran guy right at this point. Like once you get there, you just sort of like you're staying and it's your it's your thing. Like, I don't know. Not looking at numbers or anything like that. What do you think Gaussman's war was this year? Oh, not looking. I've got that up. I just want you to take a guess. Was it crazy high? Like, I feel um, was he like a four? Like four? (laughs) Higher. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Seven? Lower. Five and a half. A little bit lower. Five three. Five four. Five four. Shit. Yep. Damn. You got a 14 and 6, 2.81 ERA, 33 starts, 192 innings, 227 strikeouts, and this was compared to 50 walks. So, yeah, that was a pretty good year. It's a damn good year. So, yeah, somebody, again, somebody's going to, again, like, a lot of this just comes to, like, granted, but then the idea of overpayment, I, I thought that, you know, uh, Nathan Uvalde was overpaid, and now look at him. He's underpaid. So, like, the idea of, like, believing that you're overpaying for someone, and then they could end up just being better for me, better than you've expected. I know there's going to be re- there's gonna be greedy Red Sox fans that are like, why don't I have Gosman? Why don't I have this person? Why don't I have that person? Like, shut the fuck up. You went to the ALCS with when you questioned everything Haim did. Trust goddamn Haim. I um, mean, there's also, there, there's Gaussman's history as well. He's a yes. 64-72 career, 4.02 ERA, which tells you yes. how bad he was. And it was the American League East when he was bad. Let him let him be in San Francisco, fucking chill ass city, just enjoying that brand that the great ballpark with that nice little breeze that you got there, a little crispness in the air of Northern California. Let him stay and let him keep succeeding. Because if you throw him potentially back in the American League East, he could suck. He could, but I mean, he was this successful in the NL West, which has the Dodgers in it. So it does. It something does to be said for that. And he has to probably pitch a few games in Coors Field every year, so it's not. Yeah, and the Padres are still a formidable lineup, for sure. For sure. But right. um, I see him staying in San Fran. I'm yeah, oh, I do too. I yeah. do too. And everything you mentioned there is why he's not ahead of the next guy. And that next guy, mm-hmm. at number seven, Marcus Stroman. Yeah, um, I just have this, like, my thing with Marcus Stroman is, if you look at peripherals, they're, like, comparable to somebody like Eduardo Rodriguez, but I know that Stroman is going to want way more money. I know that Stroman believes he is better than potentially anything will tell you that he is better than, and I love that. I love that kind of confidence. We should We should believe like, as a writer, I should wake up every morning and say, I'm better than Aaron Sorkin, even though I know I'm not. Like, you know, 
you should you should instill these sort of confidences in you. And I like that he has that. I like his Twitter presence. I understand that he is um, a, a really good human being. So those are all things that like I would want on my favorite team. But there's also like the idea of like overpaying for for a three, potentially four type player who is a ground ball pitcher. And right now the Red Sox defense isn't great. So like as a oh, fan, I don't think go to the Red Sox. I don't no, no, no. And Sox. I don't think so either, but I'm just thinking as like a fan standpoint and like, you know, you see fans that are like, Strowman, come to the Red Sox, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. No, Strowman, he's not a Red Sox player, but I think that yeah. I disagree with your assessment a little bit. I think he's a two, three, not a three, four. I don't know, man. Like the, just the, the, Maybe a three. I don't think he's a two. I don't think he's not a one. I don't think he's a two. It's just if you really look at the peripherals and you look at the savant, like they're comparable to Eduardo. That's really you know. For a competitive team, for a, I think that he is a number three for a playoff team. And that's fine. That's fine. But I think he wants to be paid as like a one, not a one. I think he maybe understands he's not a two. How much does Zach Wheeler get? I get the feeling that's what he's going to be looking for. Yeah. That's true. So Remember like, Zach Wheeler. Got like, I think he got 150. But then you look at it, it's crazy because somebody like Corbin got like 150. I yeah, think. and Corbin's not exactly great. If there's anything like with Strowman, what he – this is what I like about him is that he knows what he, he – he has a plan every time he goes up there. And he might not have the most overwhelming stuff, but yeah. he knows what he's doing. He is very, very intelligent. And he's and, confident in his abilities, which brings in just an incredible okay. – aspect too. He's a baseball 5-8, which means he's probably 5-5 five, five real life. And being able to pitch that well, like at that height is insane actually. Oh yeah. It's insane. No, I have nothing nothing but respect for Marcus Stroman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But also the pitcher. I do think that there's I don't know. I think that he and he is going to be asking for more than he's probably worth, but I I think at the same time we do underrate him a little bit. No, I, I mean, it's, it's not a knock on him. Like, I could never do the things that he does. Like, like that's really what it comes down to. Um, it's just, I think somebody's going to potentially overpay. Again, this comes back to overpayment. And uh, my thing is just, like, the Mets, just, just I don't know, kind of stay in Queens. I feel like you kind of, you're doing your thing in Queens. Whether or not you like it, whether or not you like the culture that's going on in Queens, too, because it's like just everything's going on with the Mets. It's, it, I feel like that's going to be the only aspect that's going to be kind of difficult to entice. Some be like, we're kind of a mess right now. <laughs> like, so you think the Mets, then? I don't know. I just I just don't know. Like, is he going to go to, um, you know, is Artie Moreno going to pay overpay for him in, you know, in Anaheim? Are the, is he going to go cross town to like the Bronx? Even though I don't think so, because like Steinbrenner came out and said that he's not a difference maker. So do you really do? Do you sign with? I the would team? not sign with a guy who told me I wasn't a difference exactly. maker. Exactly. If I have Marcus Stroman's personality, yeah. So I don't think he's going to be a Yankee. So I mean, it's really like I'm like, what team? Like I know there's also potentially Houston. Are they going to want to really add somebody else in there? Houston makes know. sense to me, actually. Yeah. You know. I would love to say uh, Angels, but the Angels need to need a true ace, and I don't think that Strowman is a true ace. Yeah, but I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna get their true ace. That's the thing. Or are they just thinking that if we kind of supplement, we'll be okay? 
They have their true ace if you consider Otani a true ace. I just think that he's not a sure thing to stay healthy because of the fact that he's doing so much other stuff. Exactly. If Otani focused on one, like, it's so cool to see, like, Babe Ruth 2.0. It's so cool to see him doing what he's doing and being really, really good at both. My thing is, like, if he had just focused fully on pitching, focused fully on hitting, like, what the hell could he be? Well, he'd be Babe Ruth if he focused on the hitting, right? Yeah, he was... Is that what what the general assessment is? Yeah, I mean, his his hitting was incredible. His hitting is is better than his pitching. Um, So I don't know if, even if he focused fully on on pitching, if he is a... If if Shohei Otani is is your two ace. So, like, if if Shohei Otani's your two... Strowman's like your three, and you go out and you like get an ace. Like you, you're starting to really have a good rotation potentially in Anaheim. Yeah. But, but I don't know if they're gonna. Ace. I don't know if they're gonna spend money on a Marcus Strowman and then an ace too. Like, yeah, that's the problem is that you need that ace. But and this is to Strowman's credit, since 2019, only one pitcher has had two seasons with 32-plus starts and an ERA under 3.25. And that starter is Marcus Stroman. Mm. So there's something to be said as that number, he is the ultimate number three workhorse. Yeah, and that's totally fine. If you have a good defense behind you. (laughs) Yeah. So do you think you have him going to Anaheim, or do you think you've got him? It's a tough one. I'm going to say the Astros. Yeah, play play Strowman. Stroh. Yeah, Astro. Yeah, he could do yeah. a lot of marketing there. He'd probably be great. It makes sense. It makes sense for his brand. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But now we have we go back to our list of sexy fun shortstops for number six. Oh yeah, this is the easiest one for me. <laughs> this is number six, and you know I've heard people say he's the best pure hitter of the entire free agency class, but I disagree, and that's why he's sixth. It's that he's, he's at a position where there are like a million other guys, and that's Corey Seager. I think the twenty-seven-year-old shortstop of the currently the LA Dodgers. Yeah, uh, my thing with him is he is a shitty defensive shortstop, and he is injury prone. So those he is are the two. destined to end up at first base, right? Like yeah. he is so going these to are be the things. Base. These are the things that hurt him. If I was to invest a shitload of money in him. That I'm like, I don't think he's he's oh, long. He's getting three hundred million. There's no. There's oh, no of course he is. Of course he is. And once again, do it, New York, please, please, please. Um, and they will, because he grew up a Yankee fan. He this this is Corey Seager will be the starting shortstop of the 2022 New York Yankees. Bank on it. A hundred. I'm percent sure. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I think that it's more likely than not he ends up a Yankee. Um it just his swing makes too much sense there. They need a shortstop. Um yep. as up. you mentioned, he grew up a Yankee fan. Um And he's gonna think he's hot shit. He just left the LA Dodgers, he's got some rings, he got the MVP. I think he won both NLCS and and World Series MVP. Like that that was insane. They don't win the twenty twenty World Series without Corey Seeker. Uh, mean, so he, he is hot shit. He has a career slash line of 297, 367, yeah. 504. So you he's hot from, shit. He just can't stay on the playing field. Yeah, so it's like he, he knows he's hot shit. He just left the Dodgers, and he's going to go be in pinstripes, and he, he's going to rule New York. So good 
Good for you. Get it done, Corey Seager, please. And I don't wish injury on people, but like, of course I don't. But like, if you don't want to stay healthy on a two hundred on a three hundred million dollar contract in New York, I'm fine with it. He's not going to be a shortstop by the end of it. Like, no, like he's not no. going to be a center fielder. He's either second base. That's the problem. The Yankees base. think they're going to be replacing like Labor Torres, who can't play shortstop worth the shit, with a guy who can't play shortstop worth the shit. So I'm I'm down. Still a good hitter. Still oh, a good absolutely, hitter. Absolutely, absolutely. If you want a great hitter that can play can play shortstop in New York, you sign Carlos Correa. But you're not because your fan base hates him for some weird reason. I mean, I get why, but like at the same time, he's he's better. Like, here's a number five. We've got somebody that I remember you oh. saying that he is a very good player. Um, and Love me being man. a little uncertain about this, and then looking up his stats and saying, oh. Never mind, he can still hit pretty well. And this yeah. is Chris Bryant. Yeah, if you look at, like, a WRC+, plus, his, like, career WRC+, plus is, like, Mookie Betts. But the thing that separates, like, a Mookie Betts from other players is that Mookie Betts' is speed is elite, Mookie Betts' is defense is elite. Chris Bryant doesn't have the speed or necessarily the defense, especially considering you put him at... Right? He plays third first and out He here. does, exactly. So it's like you could literally sign him as your third baseman, you could sign him as your first baseman, you could sign him as an outfield. I would literally die... Uh, a great death having Chris Bryant on the Boston Red Sox with blue eyes, thinking he's arguably the best looking dude in baseball. I want, I want him roaming my outfield. Um, but it's not happening. I know, I know me and, um, both David Ortiz want him because Ortiz has like got him like and been like, so when are you coming to the Red Sox? I was like, he like, and then Bryant's like, ah, you know, and he actually, his father was drafted by the Red Sox. So they're sort of like his that. His father, I believe, is from the same hometown as me. Oh, really? Oh, because I knew his father from Acton, Massachusetts, if I remember. Yeah, I know his dad was drafted by the Red Sox for sure. So there is sort of this like connection with with Boston with Chris Bryant. I still don't think it's happening as much as I would love and don't care who you are ousting out of my outfield because I think he has to go to an outfield with me. Or do you think outfield potential DH and then you say bye to Schwarber and you just think they say, I love Chris Bryant. I love Chris Bryant. I love Chris Bryant. The Red Sox. He is not going he's to the going Red Sox. To, he, that, is, that boy is a future Mariner. I he's said Mariners, all too. over him. I did. It, to me, it's weird. It doesn't make sense. I don't know why you want to go to Seattle, but they're going to have money. You're going to go there. Hopefully, you're going to help them win. I agree. I'm 100% Seattle Mariners, too. Yeah. I Seager, especially if Seager's not there anymore. The other Yeah. Seager. Oh, my God. What if, like, double Seager winds up in New York? I would. I love when that happens. I that always want Johan and Dimitri Young to play together. I, yeah, whenever there right? are a few brothers playing, I want them. I would love the Rogers brothers to be on the same team, uh, like the reliever Rogers for the, currently for the Giants and Twins. I would love for them to be on the same team. Yeah. No, it, it, it should be a two for deals. You know, you get one Seager, you get the other. You get the other, other right? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I agree. I think that Bryant is – he's going to Seattle. I mean, I love it. It's a great city. It's clo- He's going to be closer to Vegas, you know. I mean, really closest to Vegas, he goes to San Diego. Like, the team – like, he plays the San Diego uh, – he's University of San Diego guy. Like, really – yeah, go go to San Diego. You're gonna be the very... outfield there. You're not gonna play third with Machado on the field. No, hell no. It's fine if he goes to San Diego. Like that's you know, like I said, college be close to Vegas. But um, I want him. I love him, but it's not happening. But I'm with Ed Seattle for sure. So number four, I think, is a very challenging player to put mm-hmm. on any specific team. But I think Bailey and I have. Uh, Slightly different opinions about him because I think he's 
really, really, really good. I do too. That's not that's not my thing. I think, and if the Red Sox like sign Marcus Simeon, I'm not that's saying oh oh shit, like shit. I don't want this like at all. I want it. My fear is that he's 31. That he's already had two monster seasons, like 2019, whatever, 2020, doesn't matter. And then, like, he just hit for an insane amount of power. I don't think, especially, I don't think the power is going to occur the the way it did. And especially, we also have to factor in that some of those games were played in freaking Dunedin, Florida. Like, some of them bombs happened in in whatever was going on in Dunedin, Florida. Um, so... You he's know, still at 45 home runs. That is a record for second baseman. It's insane. But I think he wants to be on short. I think he wants to get paid like a shortstop. <sighs> you know, so, but but at the same time, like I said, he wants to get paid like a shortstop. But I kind of, I kind of think that, you know, he may like stay, stay in, in Toronto. He may look at what's going on in Toronto and say, I'll, I'll, if you want to pay me like a shortstop to play second base, or if because, you know, you have a shortstop that leads the league in errors, I'm going to go over there and move his ass to second base. Like, if if you got that, like, if figuring it out and had money and potentially winning in Toronto, like, I see him maybe staying in Toronto, too. I mean, it, it's tough. It's tough to place him, I think. He won a gold glove at second. He won yeah. a silver slugger at second. And here's the thing that I like the most about him. He has gotten over 700 plate appearances in three of the last four seasons. Yeah, he's so, And guess which one is the one that he didn't get 700? That would be 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just durable. So if you're giving yeah. out a big contract, he's the kind of guy that's going to be able to stay healthy through it. And I think that that's really an underrated thing, is that, listen, he's 31 going into next season. He's not going to get a 10-year deal. You give this guy six years, he's going to be playing healthy at the end of it when he's 37. And that's really all you can ask for. I don't disagree. And then if you have, and if you have the problems of a of a of a Marcella Meyer, and you have the problem of you know uh, a Nick York coming up, like you figure yeah. out shit, you figure exactly. out where to place all these people. Like those are, those are future problems. He'll you play you need to. He's probably a better fielder than Xander is. Also, and this is I don't know. Xander can go to second. He goes to short. I don't give yeah. a shit. Like I have Simeon for the Red Sox because he makes too much sense there. I w- I'm, I'm, if it happens, I do not hate any aspect of it. It's just, I just feel like, I think it really comes down to, again, I'm going to say it again, overpayment. I don't necessarily want to be the team that overpays for Semyon and he regresses. That's really it. That's only, the only problem. But I think even if he regresses, it's not like he's regressing. He's going to hit 35, maybe, and not 45 moments. Exactly. He'll yeah. provide great defense. He'll draw walks. He'll steal bases. Yeah, so, and I, I don't hate that at, like, the top of your lineup to middle of your lineup. Like, again, not anti-Marcus Semien, just anti-overpaying, and he's already had career years. That's really the only thing that I'm I'm afraid of. That's fair. That's fair. That's, I that's just, really it. I think the career year was 2019. I don't it know. was I also it's... a really good year. But, yeah. man, this year, the home run. Like, I think if people, like, if people just focus too much on home runs. If he's like has less home runs, but he has like a higher OPS, he has a higher WRC yeah. plus. Like I, I, I think I'm fine with it. Like because I don't really give a shit about home runs that much. Somebody else gets big runs, baby. You know. So now we've got number three. Yes, we do. We're getting in the top three. Woo! Top pitcher of the class. Mm-hmm. And that pitcher is another future Hall of Famer. Yep. 
Max, I don't know what his middle name is, Scherzer. Max Blue Eye Scherzer. <laughs> Which eye is it? Because he's got one. His he's got right eye is blue, I believe, and his like, left uh, eye is brown. Like Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. It is the most insane heterochromia I have ever seen on any human being. You really do notice it. That's the thing. Like it is I noticed that even if somebody didn't point it out to me. That's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Because it's like his right eye is as blue as like your eyes are, and his left eye is as blue as my, I mean as brown as my eyes are. Right. It is insane. Because you have people like Mila Kunis supposedly has it, and if you really like Google Mila Kunis eyes, you could kind of see a little thing. Kate Bosworth has it. No, I literally never. I don't know who any of these people's eyes are. You know, like Like, Max Scherzer. I know his eyes. I know that. It's insane. Bam's eyes. And it's insane, and it's kind of intimidating, and it brings an X-Factor into Max Scherzer. Yeah, you know what else brings an X-Factor to Max Scherzer? Uh, 2.46 ERA, 236 strikeouts, How is he this good? 36 walks. How is he this good still? He's... I think that when people think of Justin Verlander, this is what they're expecting to get back from him, coming from rehab, but they might not. No. But Scherzer's healthy right now. Scherzer's pissed off right now because he got traded to the Dodgers and he didn't really get to go as deep into the playoffs as he thought he might. Because he had that injury too, though, which is yeah. Like, no, yeah. Guy, he got a pissed off Scherzer right now. He did win his World Series though. Yeah, he did. It's a fucking surprisingly, I when he went to the Nationals, I was like, "This is money," and he ended up winning a freaking World Series. So good for that. I I hundred percent was on the team because also. Screw Houston. But him winning his World Series, he has his World Series, but, like, he wants more. He's yeah. like that guy. Oh, I, yeah. I he's, love he's it. Hungry. I don't see it happening because it's still going to be a shitload of money. But I'd kill. Imagine you have Sale and Scherzer. Like, those dudes want to pitch together. Those dudes are both freaking insane. Like, but it's not happening. Uh, he's staying in L.A. That, that's how I feel. I want it, but it's not happening. I don't think Haim's paying it. And I love Haim. That's not a knock on Haim. Where do you have Mad Max going? Fuck. Probably L.A. Yeah, he's staying in. He's staying. Yeah, it's either going to be L.A. or maybe, like, the Giants or something like that. Yeah, because didn't it, like, didn't it all come out, like, during, like, the trade that he was only going to go to a West Coast team, which is kind of weird because I was like, does he live on the West Coast now? Because I know he and his his wife are, are Missouri people. Maybe he just wants his Hollywood career to go into bloom, you know? Yeah, maybe he's just LeBron James in it. Yeah, like that could be. Oh, God, I I'd mean, watch a Scherzer Space Jam. Right? His commercial is delightful. He's I enjoy like, it. Like, he looks more like Bradley Cooper than I realized he did also. Good for Use your Bradley Cooper good-looking jeans, then, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Scherzer. Oh, like, yeah. Come to, like, uh, not come. You're already in L.A., but uh, I'll help your career move forward. Yeah. He should right, hire you. you to something, something. Uh, so, so we got our top two now, and this was, I think, we had them in opposite directions. Yeah, I this. just think they're interchangeable, and, like, don't get me wrong. I picked the one that we ended up going with for number one yeah. because there's less of a presence for his position. Yes. That, that is the only reason. No, and I, I 100% agree. Like, and I understand health is a factor when it comes to these two. As yeah. Well. So number two is Carlos Correa. Yes. Uh, shit. Like, 
I don't care. I don't care. Fuck me up. I I would die to have Carlos Correa play shortstop for the Boston Red Sox. It's the defense def- is so good. And it's like, that's even with the hitting. That's with the fu- solid fundamentals. There's no weakness in this game. He's clutch. The, so. I, I would say the, the biggest problem is, like, it's what Ed has brought up for sure. It's durability. It's staying. The majority of my Twitter fights this offseason just talking it's about durability. the fact that for a guy who's, like, 26 or 27, he spends an awful lot of time on the DL. That's all 100%. I'm Or IL, sorry. That's all so, I'm saying. A part of me hopes that, like, you know, that's behind you, but then you're getting older. So is are injuries behind you when you are getting older? Um, so it's tough, but... Fuck, when healthy, man. Studis, there's a reason he went. He not only went, like, he went 1-1 in a year that nobody thought he was going to go 1-1, too, because that was the year that I think everybody had Byron Buxton 1-1, like a consensus 1-1. And then Astros were like, this dude that's playing at the, like, the academy down in Puerto Rico, like, he's fucking good. We're taking him 1-1. And I mean, that was also partially because they he was going to want less money than Buxton would have, I think. That was the other part of it. They wanted True. to be able to get that, all, that also plays. That's how, like, Matt Marcel, Marcelo Meyer fell to, you know, the Red yeah. Sox at four. Because, y- you know, you're going to sign the catcher out of, what, like, Louisville. And he's not going to clearly want as much as this stud yeah, from California. Wherever. For sure. But, like, the Astros, like, they got, they lucked out. Because talk about injuries, Byron Buxton. <laughs> like, yep. You know? Yep, and he, I mean, Coria, you can't really overrate what he's done, you know, I think just, he's a player that intangibles come in with, he just has done a lot for that team, he really has, Um, and he's got to be a franchise player for whoever he goes with, Yeah, and I happen to think that that team is the Tigers. I do too, and I think the only reason he's going to the Tigers is because of A.J. Hinch, A.J. Hinch is not here, his ass ain't going to the Tigers. Inches his buddy, and the Tigers are going for it. They don't really have a shortstop. Yeah, they're going to really try. They're saying we have, like, young, viable pitching. They um, do. John, Mize, between Mize and Manning, I mean, they're, yeah. in, they're in good. Mize is good. I remember when, like, Red Sox fans were like, uh, like, when they had the struggle in Detroit, and they were like, mm, we lost to Casey Mize. I'm like, <laughs> Casey Mize is so good, dude, and he's going to be good. He went 1-1. One, one. Like, you lost to somebody who's, there's the potential to be, like, an ace. So, like, shut up. Like, this is going to be me shitting on, like, dumb Red Sox fans. So, if you're a dumb Red Sox fan, don't listen to us, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, number one, um, I I love him. <laughs> I love his son. I Who love him. Can you remember a player universally as loved, not just with his own team, but throughout baseball since this like, guy? Junior, that's like it. Does anybody dislike Frederick Charles Freeman? They're idiots if they do. How could you dislike Frederick Charles Freeman? Do you hate people with big teeth? He has big teeth. Maybe that's what their issue is. But he's got like some nice teeth though. They're very but shiny. Yeah. They're nice. He's got like a high. I'm I'm somebody who has a very low gum line, so I'm like jealous of like those people that like can smile yeah. and like there's no gum. I was like, shit. He's he's got a beautiful ass smile. Like he's got like an adorable wife. His son is the cutest damn thing. They just had weird set of twins that weren't really twins. Wait, what can you go sorry. Yeah. What? So Wait, he and how, his how wife, are twins not really twins? This is how. So he and his wife like Charlie is about like four four or five and they had been trying to have another child for a while. 
and yeah. they were unfortunately not being able to. So they had tried in vitro, and unfortunately his wife, Chelsea, had been struggling to still get pregnant. Why you know all these details about their sex because life? That's I was like, right? It's because I was like, because it's the sex life of trying to make cute little Charlie Freemans. More yeah, Charlie Freemans totally is too. all I need in life because he's so dang cute. Yeah. They're trying to have another child, and they couldn't. So they got a surrogate. But at the time they had got the surrogate, the surrogate had gotten pregnant. They found out that Chelsea had actually gotten pregnant, too. Okay. So they had the surrogate having a child and Chelsea having a child, and they were born, I think, a few weeks to a couple of months apart. That is fascinating. Yes. So, and the only reason, because, like, she had posted, like, the whole, like, prayed for one and got two. And I was like, oh, shit, she probably had twins because she was doing in vitro. No, it turned out that they had a, they had a woman who was a surrogate, and she had happened to get pregnant at the same time. So they technically had two babies at the same time, a couple weeks to months apart. And that I find it chaos. fascinating and wild. That so is was, chaos is what that is. That is, and that then is they, they chaos. have Charlie, who I love. I love Charlie. Charlie Freeman is a vibe. I love I love him on Charlie Freeman. He's like Brock's whole son. Yeah, he's like Griff. Yeah, but he's just like one of the best players in baseball's child, you know. Man, Um, Freddie's good. Like the guy is just he was like a twenty-one year old rookie. He hit that year. He had twenty-one home runs. I think he had two eighty, and he's just gotten better as he's gotten older. He plays every game. He was the MVP in 2020, which is a Mickey Mouse. After having a insane bout did, with COVID. Did he almost die? Like, he said he had never been as sick in his entire life. Yeah. Like, and he just I crushed the season. Crushed the season. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, everybody yeah. loves Freddie Freeman. Like, I and both Ed and I would kill to have Freddie Freeman play for our favorite team. Freddie Freeman would hit 70 doubles with the Red Sox. Like, off that monster, like, I don't oh, even want to know what Freddie's God. numbers would be. But I also don't want Freddie Freeman to leave Atlanta. No, he loves Atlanta. They're his pals. He's They're not leaving Atlanta. He supposedly, it, it, uh, it was announced that he had rejected a five-year deal. I don't th- I don't necessarily know what the numbers were, but I think he's looking for six. And a little. it's going to get done. Give him six six years, thirty million, whatever. Give Freddie Freeman whatever he wants. He's keep him in Atlanta. Out. And if he doesn't, if Atlanta, if you're being dumb and you you lowballing him, we'll figure out where to do with Chris Tristan. If you want, you know, he played third base for a bit. He just was yeah. like, yeah, I can play third if you need me there. So we can figure it. out some shit. We can figure he's out really, some shit in Boston. Come, come, Fred. Come, come, come. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's probably coming back to. Oh, he's staying in Atlanta. I want him to stay in Atlanta, but, you know, things don't work out. We love you, Fred. Come. Come. God, what a great player. He's a future Hall of Famer, Freddie Freeman. Yeah. 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 How anticlimactic is that, that we spent, like, like 15 minutes talking about, like, our number, like, 28 person, but, like, we're kind of done with Freddie this fast. But I think we're also, we're both a little drunk and a little yeah. burned down. It's also point. easy. It's easy to talk about Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Freddie like, Freeman's there's not... Great. There's not much more to say outside of he's just a damn great first baseman, and we'd be lucky to have him, but we also want him to stay in Atlanta, and we think he's going to stay in Atlanta. Freddie, don't leave your fans. Don't make them cry like Nomar made me cry when he got traded totally against his will. Oh, yeah. Also, just don't piss off half of the Red Sox fan base when Mookie Betts leaves, even though it may have been the right thing for the franchise. Freddie leaving isn't the right thing for your franchise, but, like, yeah, Mookie not getting leaving. Anything. 
burn for him. Mookie, yeah. The only reason Mookie was the right move was because they got stuff back for him. If they were doing, just letting him go as a free agent, that would have been stupid. No, letting him go as a free agent would have been so dumb. So dumb. They made the right decision. Um, but yeah, so that is, we, we had to do this two-parters because we just went way too long on this. Woo! So thank you. If you're We've sticking... We've been doing this almost four hours now. It's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. But you can talk about, I can talk about baseball literally all day. So, yeah. like, that's the problem. It's pretty easy to do when I'm, I, I am drunk. <laughs> We've had too much. Ed has some responsibilities that he has to go I to. I have to pick up my sister in three hours, so time to go and eat some dinner and sober up and play yeah. with my dog. So we're going to go let Ed play with the dog, sober up, get some food, and go be with his sister because the holidays are coming up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, join us next week when we talk about some other baseball shit. I don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet in our planning, but we'll get there. Uh, all right. Well, thank you once again for anybody that's out there listening. We're going to do some more outreach on on Twitter. We have really good new uh, artwork that my friend Amanda made for us. Yeah. Be a real podcast or something. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. I'm going to go eat something now, guys. Thank you, guys. Freddie Freeman. Woo!